Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. What a jerk. RadioWatch.com. Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. <laughs> RadioWatch.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWatch.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the internet radio station at RadioWhat.com. And for DJ services, of course, go to DJLittleRock.com. The shows this week, I have our Thursday evening from 6 to 9. It's the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. It's a karaoke jam. Come on out. Bring the whole family. Have some barbecue. And I, I think they got some beers, too. So uh, if you have the, the urge, have some adult beverages at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas, karaoke from 6 to 9 on Thursday. And then on Friday, I'm at ooh, The Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's my usual Friday gig, The Rab. They got pool tables, a full bar, and all the karaoke that you can handle with yours truly hanging out at The Rab Friday nights in Conway, Arkansas. And then this Saturday, it's the Heroes and Angels Comic Con. It's a one-day con. I believe it's only about three bucks to get in and it's going from 10 in the morning until 5 in the evening and then at 5 it's the after party and guess who's going to be DJing at the after party you guessed it me keys dan at the after party heroes and angels and if you don't know about heroes and angels please look them up on the facebook and i believe they have a heroes and angels.org website as well it's a good time for a good cause taking care of the kids uh, that have cancer uh, you know as soon as a kid has cancer Uh, One of the parents has to take off at least, and that becomes some kind of a financial burden. So help out, help out, and enjoy a good con. I believe there's going to be lots of cosplayers there, some artists. So check that out. That's on Saturday, uh, the 27th, April 27th, this week. And okay, today on the program, I almost forgot. No, cannot forget. She is unforgettable. It's Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. What is Chaining Jaded? Well, you're going to find out in this little conversation with Casey Sparks. Without further ado, let's get Casey Sparks on the phone now. Hello, Casey Sparks, please. This is she. This is she. Well, yes. This is Keys Dan, and this is what makes you famous the podcast. What's up? The sky. Perfect. I like the humor right off the bat. Perfection. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) All right. So, all right. I've known you for quite some time now, but I don't know a lot about you. I know you're a rock star, man. We'll get into that. We'll get into all that. But I want to take you back to the beginning. Where are you from? I am from here, actually. Right here? Um, I like what you've done with the place. (laughs) I I was born here. I, I was born in Little Rock. Oh, you don't even you don't even know where I am right now. I'm crazy. Um, and I grew up in Conway. Okay. So, yeah, I went to Conway schools my whole life. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, now, family life. Mom, dad. Um, my mom and dad. Or no, no, no a mom and dad. Just pick a random one. Anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, my my mom was very close to me. My dad is a musician. He he lives here in Little Rock, and my mom she lived in Conway, and I grew up in in her house mostly. Okay. Um, and I am a mom. That's why I, I thought you know. <laughs> so what does it, he mean? Me? Hey, spoilers! Spoilers! You're getting far into the future already. <laughs> so what did oh, your no, mom that's do? That's far in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. My mom she was she worked as an office manager for a dental office my whole life dig it yeah so very organized person um not so much at all (laughs) (laughs) but however she she knew a lot about teeth and what not to do with them all right so you have good teeth um ish okay well i mean that's a it's an important thing you know take care of your teeth i try to brush every day at least twice right yeah (laughs) and and the flossing thing was big and she's she said don't open that don't tear tags off with your teeth don't open that with your teeth don't do this and don't do that with your teeth so. your, your mom would not like me i do all uh, those things i strip wires I with my teeth oh i do too and I, I found out that once you get older you can like strip a, a line in your tooth with a wire <laughs> <laughs> she seriously can all right all right so and uh, you've already alluded to dad a musician what kind of yes. musician um sort of like me he plays he i mean he he plays solo acoustic guitar and sings his name is lyle cogbill he plays at uh benihana across the north north little rock now mostly that's the only thing he plays because he's getting old but for, still gigging <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean yeah he just keeps his stuff set up up there so he doesn't have to haul it around oh which and, I, I wish i had that uh, i know right and um i guess he's uh he's been there for a while he plays quite a few nights a week over there and it's just a pretty steady thing there that's cool well i'm hearing, yeah. hearing the birds go tweet 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 yes you have I'm in birds? the backyard oh yes i have birds in the backyard you're in the backyard okay all right we're doing an outdoor thing i like it i'm sitting here in the radio what studios and you're on uh, on the line in little rock arkansas yes perfect all right so uh growing up you said you were born in little rock but you moved up to conway pretty quickly uh-huh. And you went to Conway schools. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of friends? Um, no, I was I was a nerd. <laughs> I was nerd. a nerdy kid. Yeah, very like that's shy. A bad I was. Thing. Well, it's not a bad thing except for I I didn't have a lot of friends. I was pretty insecure because I was fat. I was a chunk, okay. and uh, the kids made fun of me a lot. So I just kind of when I got to be a teenager, I blossomed, and that was great. Except for by that point, you know, I was just kind of shy for the most part. And I did choir. That was like a huge thing for me because singing has always been my passion what year was this um every year i could it started in middle school i think in sixth grade we started being able to do choir what year was that that was oh gosh (laughs) let me think for a second you're gonna challenge my math here that's what i want Uh, math hard graduated in 2000 so it would have been 94 i guess you whippersnapper youngin (laughs) i I wish i don't feel that young so 94 you're starting with inquire and are uh, you excelling are you are, are you at least meeting some choir friends well Wait, are you I mean, acquiring like, friends <laughs> <laughs> right i am um, i i stuck to myself for the most part but i had a few i had just a couple of friends that i talked to and it's not like i was just all by myself all the time but i did really well at choir that was like i mean i i did i was probably one of the best in the choir and and uh did all region choir every time tried out for that and all state choir when it came to be time for that and madrigals even so that was my serious madrigals is like a small 
ensemble group where it's consistent of like two people per part per voice part so i was a soprano and there was another soprano and then we had a couple of altos and tenors and basses okay so that that's a a madrigal part a part song for several voices especially one of the renaissance period are you singing like classical music then well, it, it was basically, yes, it was classical, um, you know, kind of like, I guess, it wasn't all churchy or anything. It w- There was some church stuff, church sounding stuff, but it was a lot of it just, um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm thinking chanting monks. That's the image I'm yeah, getting in my that's head. What, that's what everybody's probably getting. And, and a lot of it was acapella, like in the in the ensemble group, it was acapella. So we didn't, I mean, you, you don't have any accompaniment. You it's just the voices only all right and yeah and i dug that it was great yeah all right so you're 1996 you're you're in junior high or sixth grade and mm-hmm. and you're you're acquiring any other hobbies at the time well let me let me specify it was sixth grades when choir started but madrigals that was in high school so madrigals was 10th 11th and 12th grade um i think all region choir we started being able to try out for in seventh and then all state in 10th grade as well so these are just things that happened over my prior career. Yeah. Now, what did you say now? So these are the main things that you're doing throughout your, your middle school and high school. Now, yeah, are there any was, other hobbies that you're, you're involved in? Anything else? Art, um, you know, drawing, painting. I, I wrote a lot, wrote a lot of poetry, wrote a lot of um, short stories. And I had um, I had really, I was good at academics. So I, I had really good grades. And, you know, I just was a nerdy kid that had good grades and drew a lot <laughs> i may put you on the spot uh, do you remember any of your poems oh uh, no <laughs> recite your favorite poem my favorite poem is well i can't recite it but it's by patriarch who is an italian poet and i learned about him in college and it's amazing i can't even remember which one it was it's remake it's from remake first or something i don't i don't know how they say that quite right but okay yeah <laughs> so, so you, you, you're you're into poetry you're into writing uh-huh. poems and i'm guessing you know these these can probably turn be turned into songs did you write down in anything in a journal I did. I've got a lot, but you know, I like journals so much that I would, I would write a few things in a journal and then get a different journal and write a few things in it. And I've got a billion different, um, a billion different written testaments with just a few things in them from back when I was a kid. Wow. So, yeah. So is this something that you're you're thinking about compiling? No, no. I'm embarrassed completely by all of it. Oh, (laughs) no need to be. You're you're a creator. You're you're creative. that's true, but you know, I thought I was much older than I than I actually was. I think when I look back and read some of the stuff, and it's like, uh, I don't know. It's embarrassing. Yeah, kids <laughs> often think that they're bigger than their britches. I, I I've yeah. heard, <laughs> and, yeah, and my, I've experienced as well. So yeah, right. And my kids do. They they think they're bigger than their britches as well. <laughs> All right then. So we went to Conway High. Your uh, was it Wampus Cats? Yes, it was. Why you do your research? Oh come on! I live in Conway. Way. I better know what oh, yeah. what, what the school that's is. Right. <laughs> that's right. I knew you. Knew oh, that. that's right. I'm a I'm a disembodied uh, person on the internet. I'm I'm out here. Forget well, no, what I but said. It seems like you're everywhere. It does. It, I mean, you just it feels like you're everywhere. Um, omnipresence. <laughs> I like that in the broadcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I think good. you work harder than any other person I know. <laughs> you know. And then I start this podcast to to promote other people, and and I you know I decided, hey, let's work even harder. Well, actually, what I'm doing is I'm I'm learning 
learning more about you. So it, it could be self-satisfying or self-fulfilling because my head still has room for knowledge and I want to suck right. the knowledge well out of you, Miss Casey Sparks. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> yeah. So I'm interested in what you know. Uh, you know, right so, so uh, we're in, we, we're out of the, uh, high school. You go to college. Uh-huh. Where do you go to college? I went to UCA and I had, I had started college at UCA when I got pregnant with my twins. I already had a, a little boy. My, my son was born when I was 20 and I kind of took a few years off between high school and college. Okay. So um, I had a son and he was, he was uh, a year and a half old and then I got pregnant with twins and I couldn't finish the, the, the winter semester, you know, the January semester. So I had to go have babies and take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. procreating here. That's a job yeah. in itself. <laughs> oh, it was a big job. <laughs> yeah. Twins. <laughs> yeah. On top of that, a two year old, you know, so it was like triplets. And then my, my kid's dad, he went to the military for um, training. What he was going to be a submariner. Uh, Navy. Navy. He was on a, yes. Nobody tells a Navy man when he's had enough drink because only a Navy man knows when he's had enough drink. Or a Navy man's wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh. We, we we had lots of children, but we had lots of parties, too, because we were young and we got housing and it was pretty exciting for a while. OK, so where was he stationed at? Um, we first went to Connecticut where he was in sub school and we were there for about a year and a half. And then we went to San Diego and we were stationed there. And then, uh, you know, during that time is when we got a divorce and we ended up moving to Tennessee after that. Oh, OK. Well, yes. I guess you you went with the kids and then he stayed in San Diego or. No, 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 no. I, he and I both, we never separated the kids from, you know, either of us. We worked together to raise the kids even after we were were divorced. So he got a job in Tennessee and I moved as well. Well, that sounds like a good family life for the kids. That's nice. That's nice that you kept, kept cordial. Well, good. Yes. All right. So we're in Tennessee. Okay. And this is okay. uh, what year we're at? Uh, 2002? 2006. Okay. I so w- let's back Seven. up a little bit. You went to UCA okay. uh, eventually or in that time? No, I went to UCA in 2002. Okay. And what, what were you um, studying? I, I I was going for my BBA, but I didn't even get is that. Is that the far, Star like Wars a, character? <laughs> no. No. Uh, bachelor's of Business Administration, Business Management things like that oh sorry my nerdiness came out oh no that kind of nerd is not the kind i am i'm the magic the gathering one. Oh, okay see i've heard <laughs> of this stores. game and i don't know what it is when did when were you playing magic the gathering oh uh after kids it was let's see i i think i touched on it when i was a teenager and, and kind of just like bought some cards just as it was a fad and then when my kids were between like five and ten years old um my their dad Dad got into it, and then my third husband got into it, and uh, my son. And so we ended up getting so into it, we spent thousands of dollars on Magic the Gathering cards. Tell me so everything. What is Magic tournament. the Gathering? What can you do? Um, it's like a role-playing game that is completely on cards. So you have a source of energy, which is your mana, and those there's a whole bunch of you know land cards, and that's your energy. And then you have different um, action cards and and things that ca- cause you know things to happen to the other player either either it'll hinder them or it'll knock points off 
off or whatnot. And then you've got a certain amount of points and you just play until you tear somebody down. And you have some kind of a master. Is it kind of like Dungeons and Dragons? I guess that's where kind of, yes. Where we always, uh, the, the, the origin point is always Dungeons and Dragons because that was right. the, the, the original. Now I heard there was something before that even. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there was always board games of some kind. Right. But that's that's the the big one, I think, is, yeah. is what made it all all happen. And people getting sucked into these uh, imaginary worlds, just really, really exploring them and, and just, well, I mean, it's a good way to, to spend time with your friends and your family for that right. matter. And, and but It uh, was fun. Um, we had a lot of fun doing it. There wasn't a master. It was just each person was the master of his own deck. But you build your own deck. So you go out and, and you want to have certain things in your deck that are going to do certain things for you, depending on what kind of deck you're trying to run. And it got pretty expensive. I mean... Well, the blurb I'm seeing is Magic the Gathering is both collectible and digital collectible card game created by Richard Garfield, released in 1993 by Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Right. And it's a trading card game and it has yes. 20 million players as of 2015. Okay, so you're not alone, nerd. Right, I know. <laughs> um, I did tournaments and everything. and what? That was before digital. Yeah, that was before digital um, Magic the Gathering. It was all analog. <laughs> so what, what year did you get into this? This was it was in Tennessee. It was 2008-ish. Yeah, something like that. All I lived right. in Tennessee for like seven years, eight years. Okay, what part of Tennessee? Columbia. It's just south of Nashville. And this is when the kids were little, so I didn't ever go up to Nashville and try to make it in Nashville or anything. But, oh, I yeah. thought that's where we were heading. You know, my, my brain was heading <laughs> in that direction, that you were so close to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but I was so far from any, any kind of performer. Like, I hadn't done music when I had kids. I kind of quit music for years and years and I didn't play any instruments back then. I only was a choir girl. So I didn't start playing the guitar until I was 32. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll definitely get into that. Uh, how did um, how did that come about? Uh, okay. Uh, you're in Tennessee. You're taking care of the kids. You're, you're growing some children. Uh, mm-hmm. When do we, what kind of work are we doing there? Um, sales. I started out in a call center and I did really, really well at it. So I ended up trying to do another kind of sales position. And then, and then I got, uh, it was like a timeshare booking or something. And then I ended up getting picked up by this guy who owned a dry cleaning business that had several DBAs, um, textile restoration, um, for like disasters. So if somebody has a fire, we go in and pack it all out and, and restore all their textile. And, you know, and I did sales for them and I did the, he also had a uniform company like Centos or Aramark that did uniform rental and dust, dust control, like the, the mats and the, uh, shop towels and all that stuff. And I, I did that for his company and, uh, you know, it was a lot better than doing the call center stuff and it paid more. So I kind of worked my way up there. Hey, you're working hard, taking care of the kids. Is this your dream job? No. Okay. All right. Where do we go from here? Um, I ended up getting laid off from that company because of some things that happened with the uh, guy that opened it with him. And that was in 2011. And that's also when my stepfather passed away. Mm, so my I, my mom still lived here in Arkansas and I was in Columbia, Tennessee. And I came back um, for his his death and, and uh, was here for a few weeks. I went back to Tennessee, but that was really kind of the beginning of the 
end there because she was alone and, you know, I just wanted to go home really. So I had to talk my baby daddy into wanting to move back as well. <laughs> oh, you're a good girl. Okay. You want to come home to mama because yeah, mama mm-hmm. needs you. She's all alone. Yeah. Okay. So 2011, your ski daddle on back to Conway? Um, well, it was kind of a process because four kids, that's not an easy thing to just pack up and move. No, ma'am. Um, and they were, they were still, you know, my son was 10. He's my oldest and, and he was 10, 11, maybe when we moved back finally, but we had to get it all together. And I, I finally got back here with the kids and with, and with Jacob, their dad, um, around 2012 or, or 2012 or 2013, probably. Yeah. So pretty quickly. And so mm-hmm. when you get back to, was it Conway or Little Rock? Conway. Conway okay. was home. You, yeah. get, you get back to Conway and then what do you start doing? Um, I tried to do a lot of different things at first <laughs> because, you know, I just had to get a job really quickly and I, I tried sales positions that I ended up hating. And so I ended up doing, uh, I was the damage coordinator for ARCUPS, Arkansas Utility Protection Services. What is that? Um, it's like when the people go out, when people go out and dig, you have to call Arkansas One Call so that they can send someone out to mark your utilities on the ground so you don't oh, hit them and damage I, them. I think I've seen the trucks. ARK ups. Yes. So I worked as I was the only damage coordinator for them for the state of Arkansas. And I did that for three years, three and a half years, something like that. So that's if somebody damages the lines while they're digging. Yes. And yeah. And so I was like handling the claims and basically handling all the damages for that. That sounds like a busy job. So that's your dream job. That's what we're doing. No, 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 that wasn't my dream job, but it was a great job. And I felt like I had come a long way. And um, my mother got cancer all of a sudden in 2013, 2014, the very beginning of 2014 is when she was diagnosed. No cancer. No. Yeah. It was horrendous. It was, it was life changing and, um, it not, it kind of derailed me for a while, but it was also the reason I started playing guitar. So I got a guitar while she was in cancer treatment and I started teaching myself how to play. And when she passed in, in August of 2014, I threw myself completely into myself. I just, I couldn't even deal with anything anymore. It was, it was too much. So it's amazing how music uh, takes, takes care of the soul. I, I think so. Yeah, it really did. So we're, we're playing guitar and you say you're 32 years old doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had started performing about a year or two before that with somebody else playing the guitar just outside at, at shopping centers and parks and stuff just so I could sing. Um, but this is when I really started my music is when I started playing guitar. So Oh, okay. All right. But, uh, but you're a, a good vocalist. You're a singer. Yeah, that's what I'm first and foremost. I'm a singer. Very good. So this is 2013. 14 14 2014 mm-hmm. you start playing and you yes. you're teaching yourself guitar no lessons at all no lessons i'm self-taught how do you and teach learned- yourself how to play guitar okay this is this is like the world's greatest best kept secret I <laughs> anybody know. can anybody can play guitar that wants to bad enough because you do have to get past the bleeding fingers and the discomfort that's physical but um all you have to do is get ultimateguitar.com on your app get an app for it and they tell you the chords you have to pay like two dollars and some odd cents to get accurate chords um for a membership but they will give you the chords to almost every song you can think of that that you know is on the radio or you've heard somebody perform and so um 
I just would think of songs that I wanted to learn how to play and I would look up the chords on that. And I had chord charts that I had printed out that are very simple to read. And they tell you where to put your fingers on the strings by showing you kind of a picture. And I just started playing and I threw myself into it because I was just trying to stay away from life, you know, because of the cancer issue oh with my, my mom. I'm looking at the, the website now. A one million, oh, one million song catalog with free chords. Mm-hmm. And you taught yourself how to play guitar on the interweb. Yes. yes. And then I didn't ever sit down without a guitar in my hands. I don't watch TV. So I'm either doing art or I'm, or I'm playing music. Um, and so I just, every time I was sitting, I had a guitar and I was fiddling with it. If I wasn't learning a song from somebody else, I was just learning new things I could do on it. And I did that so much that I started writing my own music. And, and uh, you know, I was at about, about that time is when I started performing with the Bud Jones band oh here goodness, in Little Rock. Bud Jones, he's a cool, cool dude. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his bass player, Danny Rains, is actually my best friend and who I live with. <laughs> so That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, I wanted to do my own thing. So I came up with Chaining Jaded. And I, I started that with Adrian James, who has a band called Das Gift. That is his his own project. Um, and Is this all in 2014? Yes, sir. Wow. that's a That was a big year for you. It was. It was. Um it was when we, I guess, slipped into another dimension. <laughs> I, I, I believe you. I believe you because right? you've done more more work than you can fit in one year. Yeah. And I did a whole lot of work um, to get Chaining Jaded off the ground. And then, you know, we practiced a whole lot, Adrian and I. And um, at the end of 2015, I believe, is when we decided we were ready to play shows. And we went to EJ's where, where we had had, you know, lunch or gone and had beers after he got off work quite a few times. Where's EJ's? EJ's Eats and Drinks. It's downtown Little Rock. It's a little cafe slash bar right, on the corner of Louisiana, I think, and um, 6th Street. Shout out to EJ's. And yeah. you started playing there? Yeah, we were actually the first people that played music there. And it opened up this whole flood of, of them having live performances so you're starting uh, trends yeah yeah and we sounded really good i mean we had some hellified musical chemistry he and i um but you and know this is a two-piece you're you're playing mm-hmm. guitar and what's he playing he w- we were both playing both and playing we were guitar both, mm-hmm. and, and lead and, and rhythm I, I i'm not I, I have guitars i don't know how to play guitars i, I probably will check out this ultimate guitar <laughs> Yes, do it. Like you have time for that amongst all this million other things that you have, but you should do it. Definitely. I'll do it while I'm sleeping. (laughs) Do you sleep? I didn't even know. No, no. So I guess I, I guess I won't do it. (laughs) But anyway, we had really good musical chemistry and we played that show. And then due to some other extenuating circumstances, we had to stop playing together. What kind of music were you playing? um, It was mostly based on, what I was writing I wrote all the songs and and he he helped me with one he had his own stuff going on plus he worked a lot he was a, he's a web designer for um, Aristotle 
And okay. so Adrian James, he, yeah. yeah. Adrian James, yeah. He's he's really good musician. You should interview him as well. Hey. Um anyway, so I um uh what was the question? Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of music were you playing? What, and you you've already alluded to you were doing all originals on your first show? Mostly originals. What? It, well, we also had some obscure covers and the kind of influences that I had that I believe he had about the same sort of thing going on and that's why we worked so well is because um, I liked Depeche Mode and Mazzy Star and Nine Inch Nails and stuff that was more like in the gothy, gothy side of things. You mean like great music? Like what? You mean like great music? Yeah, great music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, or, you know, Tool, Perfect Circle, things like that. And it all kind of compiled into an influence for my music that I was writing. And so we would do some covers by them. And I had, you know, I like pop as well. So I would try to throw some some obscure, more obscure, like not real recent pop covers in there that... Like Cranberries, for instance. Yeah, but a lot of that music is really electronic, uh, and you were doing this all on acoustic? I know, I know. That, that's what has ended up becoming a problem for me on my own, because it needed more electronic. <laughs> you're so, gosh, you're so bright to pick up on that, like, right off the bat. That was my biggest dilemma. I didn't know how to do anything electronically, and then when he and I quit playing together, you know, and he did, but mm-hmm. he could make things happen with a guitar like you wouldn't believe and I couldn't do that because I had just learned how to play so um, when we disbanded I kind of came to this point where I didn't know what to do so I tried to learn my studio software and, and kind of learn some of the electronic take on things and that's kind of where I'm at I've just I've just been kind of you know trying to get into that side of it so that instead of sounding like folk music with a guitar right. an acoustic guitar it sounds more like I want it to or like I hear it in my Head. Yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, minus one, I guess, uh, is what guitarists usually will play, though. There, or I guess any instrument, you could find a, the version that has a minus one. You want to play the drums, you ha- you find a song that has no drums on it, or it'll be right. it'll be made with no drums, so you could be the drummer. Or the guitarist will have a minus one, where and then you play the guitar. Have you done any of that? Oh, like almost like karaokeing it, kind of, but it just uh, the, eh, the music that is seems like cheating. Well. <laughs> The music is made uh, to where it does not have the the lead or the rhythm guitar, and then you are the one playing with that as a background. Right, and I would do that if I was the one creating the background. Like I've I've created gotcha. some electronic um, instrumental things for my vocals to go with on on my studio software. What kind I of studio software are you using? I use Mixcraft Pro Studio Seven. Okay, and um and like the little Scarlet solo interface thing it's it's just very basic and it's you know the cheaper end of things i guess <laughs> i'm looking at it okay mixcraft uh, i see mixcraft eight it's about 30 bucks and mm-hmm. and you could it has a it's acoustica is the oh, one I'm i looking spent at. i spent 125 dollars on the mixcraft okay program. so you you got the full version yeah i see there's some that are 100 that's the pro studio eight and then there's uh the pro 10 it's about 330 bucks so yeah i guess you can yeah and, and you just play into a mix board and 
Well, no, I have Scarlett solo interface and that's where you plug your, you plug your guitar, or your mic into the interface and then that plugs into your computer. So it's really all just a computer program. All right. And you're able to, to change the, the sound of the guitar or, or you can do that or they have MIDI, MIDI, uh, availability. Like you can get in there and, and use your keyboard to, um, kind of, they've got all these millions of different sounds, different instruments and sounds, and you can use your keyboard to play them kind of i don't know how better explain it no so you're making your own your own beats for for yes that matter and you're playing yeah, along with said beats right i just haven't done it enough i haven't done it as much as i should have okay you know and i've this is something you just got into no this is something i started trying to learn back in 2015 but um i kind of went more after me and adrian quit playing together i kind of was pretty determined to play live shows and i kind of went more toward that i guess at that point than recording so i have recorded some things and danny rains he's the one that i live with the one that's in Bud Jones band. Sure. He has done the production and the recording and the mixing and all that for almost all the songs that I have up on Reverb Nation. All right. <clears throat> and he's been brilliant and he's 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 an amazing musician as well. You should interview him. <laughs> <laughs> he's an amazing songwriter, really. He's got a billion songs, I feel like, and they're really good. Um but yeah, he's done most of my recording, so. Very cool. So all right, so this the software you you can make your own your, your own sounds. I guess you're adding your own drum beats and and yes and bass guitar perhaps. All right and and okay. So where do we go from here? Let's see. So 2015, you're trying to learn this equipment, but it's slow going, and you're yeah. still, you're playing with Bud Jones. Yeah, and that I I think it was by 2015. I think I quit playing with his band, and I was just singing. I wasn't playing guitar with them. Oh, okay. um, I was singing a few songs, and then there was his sister singing a few songs, and Danny Rain sang a few songs, and he sang songs, and you know it was just like a bunch of us getting up there and and doing this this performance with them. All but originals I quit playing, or covers? Um, he's a cover band. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, and you quit playing? I quit. I quit playing with them uh, when I really got to playing chaining jaded or you know got in that out with adrian and then whenever adrian and i quit playing together i just kind of went more towards solo covers myself just because i wanted to play live shows and a lot of the venues and the bars they won't they won't just have you come in there if you can play your own songs you've got to know covers i so. understand yeah i, I they don't want right. to give you a break and and that's bad i i guess can you talk them into 50 50 or 28 oh, well, you you don't really talk them into it it's just they it's either you play songs that people know and they have you come back and play again or you don't and they i mean it depends on how well it goes over my my originals have gone over very well in front of crowds so you know i've had a lot of positive uh feedback on that but you just kind of you kind of have to know covers because people will request stuff and everything else you just want to make the audience happy because the whole reason you're there and that they're paying you is so that they get business that, you know? sounds pretty square and obvious to me yeah <laughs> okay so uh, after 2015 you're you're, you're so you're a solo act you're, yes how often are you gigging 
Um, I, I started off pretty strong, but, um, I lost my driver's license in 2017. What happened? <laughs> well, I had a fender bender and my insurance had lapsed and it got suspended and that just kind of, uh, never got there. I've got to pay for the, the wreck and uh, hasn't gotten taken care of. I've had a lot happen in the past. Since my mom passed away, a whole lot has happened and it's been hard. And, you know, sometimes it snowballs when you, when you get on the, on the downward side of things and you know money has been a big issue for me so um plus oh, yeah. four kids it's insane and their dad is amazing and his wife is amazing she she's my baby mama i love her to death she keeps us all you know she and she's the glue that holds us together who, who is this <laughs> my my kid's stepmom oh how sweet okay okay right. well i mean uh, you're saying that you're lacking in money and and th- i've said it before but you you uh, often hear the word artist by starving yes so, so much I, I know okay so so you got a day job yeah n- now you mean no i'm saying uh, while, while you're doing all this yeah, yeah. oh n- no or i had a hard time make holding it? a job after mom died it was very difficult gotcha. for me to for some i had several but um but uh i was very distracted and it's just it was just um difficult i got fired a couple of times which i never you know that was very discouraging because i'd never i'm a perfectionist i don't i don't take well to being told I'm not doing something right. <laughs> right, right. No one like no one likes that at all. So yeah. you're trying to make it as a, a guitarist uh, completely, yes, like, uh, yes, only and, and since 2015. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I've had a few jobs since then. It's just but just you know, Joe jobs. Just didn't yeah, huh? just nothing you would consider a career. No, no, no. The music is definitely my career. Okay, for sure. I turned Chaining Jaded into an LLC, and I marketed my music hard on all the social media platforms um and the brand really it was you know i feel like any business that is going to be successful it, it really is dependent on the marketing and the and the branding yeah you so. you you just touched on something turned it into an llc now i i've been djing since 1986 but mm-hmm. i did not incorporate until 2004 i should have incorporated way way earlier than that uh, you can write everything off so for as a business uh, aspect of it incorporate you know right. it's good for your taxes it, it, it everyone should incorporate <laughs> do it okay oh, but it's just me can you do that absolutely absolutely i'm oh, an escort okay. oh okay absolutely i'll have to talk to you about all that stuff oh later. just talk to your accountant and just have them okay. set up a little corporation for you see and, i am my accountant <laughs> oh okay well i mean i am my everything i do everything for for the business so perfectionist very organized i'm guessing yeah Yes, I am. I do. You know, I'm not. I'm not that organized. Yes, <laughs> but I have. I have organization in my chaos. So I know. I know what to do with what I've got. <laughs> I think in Taxi Driver, he said organized. Hmm. Organized. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I'm definitely a bit of chaos. So all right, we're raising kids, uh, um, and we're uh, a rock star. Yes. But uh, so, what are we doing for fun? Um, that's what I do for fun. That's what you do for fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm I know. A rock I can't. Star for I catch you every once in a while at karaoke and it's always a yes. jazz when you show up. Yeah, it's fun. I love taking the kids up there because that's one of the few places you can take them. And my kids are all 
musicians um, except for yeah except for one and it's one of the twins she she can sing very well but she refuses to um, she refuses to do that because she's a perfectionist and so uh, as well and she takes everything above and beyond what all the other sisters and brother do and she doesn't want to step on their turf so hey, she you're, doesn't you're all grown up it's time to brag on the kids so yeah uh, child number one what are they doing Stefan is 17 and he is um, a junior in high school and he does choir uh, just like I did he's very good at, at singing and he wants to be a choir director for high school when he gets out of college um, he also plays trumpet and um, he writes poetry as well and does some music with his poetry in front of it with his friend his best friend Ian so a chip off the beautiful block uh-huh. <laughs> but he's a but he's a gamer too so he throws a lot of his time into video games unfortunately what's his game of choice um right now i think he's playing world of warcraft again and he is a dm for dungeons and dragons as well and i think they've got some electronic stuff going on with that now nerds raising nerds yes love it love it <laughs> now i'm staring at a ps4 a ps3 yeah. a, a wii u a switch and oh man he's got a switch i know that one <laughs> the only thing i don't i don't have an xbox i'm i'm not looking at xbox here so yeah how do you have time for all that even i don't, I don't get it i don't i know they're it collecting a lot of dust, dust. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay so stefan awesome stefan and then his sisters he has the my twins. twins my twins are 15 and they're gorgeous they look like grown women <laughs> uh oh back them off get a whip oh man all the boys want to talk to the girls <laughs> they it's just crazy and and they're chloe is a singer she actually performed a show with me at hibernia hey. um not too many months ago and when i have time you know and she has time that coincides we practice some stuff so that we can try to do some stuff together tell you if anything she's going to be my money maker because she's so young and gorgeous and she can sing so well um get it all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> make money then, so you could take care of mom right and then grace who stays away from music um she's an artist and she is very good at school and she's very smart and um she, yeah and then there's my 10 year old bella, bella who is kind of a musical prodigy um she's she's taken up guitar just like mom and teaching herself at age 10 and she's doing this all by herself you know with determination and she's also a very good singer and um how did how did they they get the inkling the desire to do this how, how did you instill this in them or did, is this just a fluke no no i'm very pro music all everything i've seen no matter what i'm doing in the shower and, and around the house and everywhere all the time i'm singing so they've so, grown up with music yeah yeah absolutely and, and you've been playing depeche mode and nine inch nails for them and no and no, Mazzy no, no. Star. no i didn't so play. into you <laughs> not really no we listen to a lot of radio when they were little because that kind of stuff for the most part wasn't really appropriate for them <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, wait mazzy star was, was fade into you no fade into you yeah that's fade. the one that we covered when i was with adrian singing hey see that's that yeah. good stuff good songs all right yeah that's cool so the kids are growing up musically just like their mama yes you must be so proud i am so proud of them and they're not only musically and artistically awesome, they're artistically awesome and they are very witty and their senses of humor are very um uh let's see 
South Park slash um, what is that one with the baby? Oh, Family, family Guy. Guys. You know, they've got very witty kind of um, sarcastic senses of humor, so they're very cool to hang out with. Dig it, dig it. Yeah. So, and you bring them to karaoke? Yes, they're, absolutely. They're always with you. No, they're not always with me. No, they actually live at their dad and stepmom's house in Conway. They did not want to change schools or anything, and I understand that. No, I, I get it. I get it completely. They got their friends, and that's good. Right, and it's a nice and they situation. Do. Yeah. They have a lot of friends, so many, and it's hard for us all to link up because they've got social lives that are just enormous. <laughs> Is it... Okay, I think I might be stalking his page. St- Stephen Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of friends. He's there hanging out with his with, with his buddies. In, in, Are you talking like, about Facebook? Yeah, in, in band. He's really, Instagram is his big thing. And, and the girls, they all do Instagram. That's cool. A whole lot. That's yeah, cool. I think they just have Facebook so that I can get a hold of them on Messenger because, <laughs> because that's my main form of being able to talk to them. I talk to them on, we do the video calls, you know. All right. So Casey yeah. Sparks, where yes. do we go from here? Where what's the future? Is it chaining jaded? Um no, I don't know. See, I keep I retain that name and yes. everything because I've built up quite a report on the internet with that name and I'm afraid if I go just over to Casey Sparks, I'm I'm going to have to start all over and it was so much work. <laughs> Uh, well, you notice I'm Keys Dan from the Florida Keys, hanging out here in Arkansas. Right, right. I, I have over uh, half a million pages on my website, and to change them all to something else, Arkansas Dan? Oh, I, man. No. no. <laughs> it's hard, you know, and you get stuck to that. You get kind of um, partial to that first identity and that first creation. So I'm kind of sticking with it. But as far as my music goes, I am playing shows, just not as many as I would like to be because because of the lack of license. So I don't go out and book as much as I should, but I have people that'll call me for, and you know, ask me to come play. And plus I do play at the uh, little rock country, the country club up in the Heights four times a year or so. Very cool. And, and that's uh, as a solo guitarist. Yeah. It's, well, just, just so, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a guitarist as much as just somebody that is able to accompany themselves, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I, I'm mostly just singing and playing the guitar and, um, uh, that's under Casey Sparks. So it's kind of just two different worlds, my internet based music thing and my real life stuff. So, okay. So yeah. when's your next gig? Um, on May the 10th, but it's private. It's at the country club. Well, we don't want to know about that one. We want to know about know. the public one. I don't have any other setup. Well, no, 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 no. I do. I have something in, I believe in Cersei. Um, I'm not sure what exactly the date is. I think it's in June or July. Um, there's a festival or an arts, kind of an arts fest that I'm doing uh, part in. So I'll be playing up there. And I can find out more information and put it on my Facebook page. Sure enough. Now, you say Bye. you've been writing songs. How many songs have you written? Um, Probably less than 30 okay i don't i don't know the exact number um but i think it's in the 20s somewhere and and you've recorded all these songs no 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 how many have you recorded um probably 10 to 15 of them i think are recorded and up i need to get i you know i recorded some with adrian and then i recorded you know and and they weren't real great recordings just like two songs i think i've i've put out that adrian and i did together but then um for the most part danny rains has recorded every 
everything else that's up online and it's all on reverb nation i have not completed the album which was my my main masterpiece in the in the first place siren song negated yeah and um once i finish recording the rest of the songs for that i'll put it out as an album but you know people really don't do albums as much anymore as they do at least i don't know they i don't still like CDs. to see artwork i still like to see yeah. an album but i know it's all singles now you know 99 cents a piece or whatever it is uh, yeah but uh okay so and, and sh- big shout out to, to danny awesome he's recording oh, yes. all your music for you yeah sounds and, like a good team right with, there oh yeah and he's a geologist and he plays with bud jones band and he records his own music and he does stand-up comedy so it's a lot he does a lot oh fantastic it's nice yeah. I, I i like a creative person for sure so yes a- any advice for people that are trying to get their feet into the music career or uh, trying to go the same path you just have to be obsessive with it that's what i've done i, I don't watch tv you know i obsessively play music and make music and and i love to perform i love to be in front of people so plus you've got to be able to market yourself that's the big thing you've got to get your music out there or nobody will ever hear it all right, so. Casey Sparks. Well, how do the people find you? Where, where can I send the stalkers? Okay, so if people will Google Chaining Jaded, and that's Chaining, not Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always thinks that I'm saying Channing Tatum. And I, I'm like, man, I almost would change the name because of that. But, um, I, but I'm it's pretty a great sure he name. owns the dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. But Chaining Jaded, C-H-A-I-N-I-N-G-J-A-D-E-D, all one word, if they Google Google it, um, then everything on the internet is is mine that's under that name. And then Casey Sparks on Facebook, but every other thing, it's Chaining Jaded. <laughs> so do you, I, I, I tried to find ChainingJaded.com and I don't think it's out there. You know, I had ChainingJaded.com and that's just, I've had to do everything for, for my business and that's one of the things that fell through the cracks. I owned it for a little bit, never got the web page up and then, um, and then just let it get out from under me. So so I've got to rebuy that, rebuy that domain and all that. <laughs> all right. Don't you go stealing chainingjaded.com listeners. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, very good. So we could find you at facebook.com, Casey Sparks, uh, and uh, any place else. Where did we get it, your music? Instagram. Well, reverbnation.com forward slash chaining jaded. Okay. But that comes up when you Google it. So everything that chaining jaded is under comes <laughs> up when you Google that name. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Google plus and um and reverb nation and soundcloud but not so much and i you know i do some videos of the music that i do but really not that much either i'm not i'm not big into doing the youtube thing so it's mostly reverb nation you can download my songs i think for free right now i think i took off the prices if i didn't then i i will all right for for a short time so that people can download some songs hey do you hear that get the good chaining (laughs) jaded vibe at reverb nation do it and i just googled chaining jaded and Certainly the first five, six, seven, everything. It's all you. It's all you. You are out there. Yeah, it's a unique name. Casey Sparks, it's been a complete pleasure chit-chatting with you. It has been fun chit-chatting with you. You've you've ran this thing just right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look forward to to speaking speaking with you again and hearing you at karaoke uh, one day in the future. And uh, yes. yes. And I will let let you know if I have any shows coming up. Um, It's just a matter of getting out there and booking them so if you want to call me anybody wants to call me <laughs> or anything you know get a hold of me my my email is chaining jaded at gmail.com 
um, I'd love to play. I'd love to play for you. I want to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let Casey Sparks entertain you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Casey Sparks. Looking forward thank to seeing you. you again. Okay, you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Party people in the house. <laughs> Everyone has a story. Casey Sparks has a story. That girl, she has been places and she is going places. The talented Miss Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. Yeah, find her on Facebook. Find her on Reverb Nation. And you heard her. You heard her. She said she's going to be giving it away. Her song, she's got over 20 songs out there at Reverb Nation. So check it out. I encourage you. And if you have a little club or a little get together or some kind of a, an event that needs some entertainment, I encourage you. Find Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. You won't be disappointed. The girl's got talent. She's got pipes. And it looks like she's putting those pipes. She's spreading the gene pool of talent to her children. And that's wonderful. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you so much, Casey Sparks, for telling your story on the What Makes You Famous podcast. And if you'd like to tell your story on What Makes You Famous, I encourage you. Do it. It's fun. And I get to learn some stuff from you. Give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Thank you, Casey Sparks. I'm Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys. This is Shelly G with a fast fact. The last note of a keyboard is C. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of KeysDan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of RadioWhat.com. The music you want is on. Radio